0: Power brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Newton of Papa in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co hosts, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of theConturman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Workers, Toe Meadows of ToeMeadows.com in Mobile, Alabama, bringing us today's topic on Doll Baby Conjure. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address. Ameliorate and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or rootwork, as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual Hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Miss Cat and Conjurman Ali. Miss Kat?
1: Hi. Boy, I'm out Hello. of breath. I just ran all the way to get here. As many of you know... Um, my shop, the Lucky Mojo Curio Company, is across um, a beautiful green courtyard from my house, and I do my broadcasting from my upstairs office, which is a, a used to be a bedroom, but I don't have a child at home anymore. So I've got a home office, and I have to run up the stairs. <laughs> so I'm here. I made it in. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody For carrying on without me And um, I see that uh, We have some good folks In the chat room already I see Miss Athena is there I see <coughs> Queen Co is there I see Luminaria Star And uh, Dr. Sweets uh, Of course Papa Newt And the mysterious Eye of Newt And um, <coughs> Miss Athena I'm so happy to have you here You can hold down the fort with me I'm sure Uh, In the chat room. So um, what I was told was that Conjurman Ali is not on the line yet at all. And nobody knows why he didn't call in. So we may be calling on hmm, someone to be my co-host. And I hope that we're going to do that behind the scenes. Um, And um, if he doesn't show up at the next minute, Um, I'm sure that uh, Nagashiva is going to pick one of our ultimately very qualified folks here um, to be the extra reader. And I have a feeling I know who that might be. (laughs) Picked question mark, says Shiva in the chat room. Well, I believe that Miss Athena is a very good reader and she's right here and... um, Oh, he's already picked her. He says in the chat room, uh, in the chat log, Miss Athena, area code? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, honey. That's so kind of you. And we'll get you on the line in just a minute. In the meantime, I want to just catch people up with what's going on with my shop and my life. And then we'll bring in Miss Athena as co-host. She's been on the show before. And, uh, and then we'll bring in our special guest, which is Queen Co. So we'll do this in our little order that we always do it. So, what's new in the shop? Well, we've been packing herbs for some reason. It's just been herb packing time. We've been harvesting a lot of the wild-crafted herbs around our place. A lot of fern, a lot of rose petals um, have been dehydrated, now are being packed. We picked a lot of life everlasting. Boy, we've got a special on life everlasting if you guys need it. We really picked a lot, and we've got a lot of it ready to go. We have been um, picking and harvesting rosemary, walnut leaves, and today, Summer Burke brought in a a big batch of curly willow leaves, so we're going to have willow, but it's going to be curly willow, which is nice. And um, we are getting ready for an herb extravaganza, which is the apprenticeship from August 12th through 16th, which is about herbs, candles and then uh, special washes and waters. So the herbs will be a two-day lesson, um, picking them, talking about them, talking about the history of the commerce in herbs and packing them as we talk, asking questions. First day, I'll lecture. Second day, I just answer questions. The lecture on Wednesday will be on the history of candles and oil lamps in hoodoo with lots of examples. And then... We'll start labeling and dressing and preparing candles, praying over them, and showing how that's done, interpreting the divination and so forth. That's on Thursday. And then on Friday, we have our lesson on special washes and waters. Now, this is a term that's used in a lot of old-time hoodoo, conjure shops. <clears throat> washes and waters would be floor washes, and waters is a very interesting term because it really has two meanings. It can mean a water extract, In other words, something that's in water, like rose water. Or it can also be a word that implies a cologne, as in eau de cologne. Eau de cologne means the water of cologne. And so there are things like Florida water, which is actually alcohol-based toilet water. Toilet water has a little bit less fragrance and a little bit less alcohol than a cologne. There's kind of a scale or a hierarchy of how much water to how much alcohol till you get up to the perfume, which is pretty much all alcohol based. So special waters and washes means, or washes and waters means things that are used as liquids that are not oils. And we'll be teaching on Friday. We'll be making some of those such as Chinese wash, war uh, water, things like that. And those are the what we sell in a four-ounce bottle, and that, uh, students will learn how to make them. So that's what my apprenticeship is about, and I am very um, looking, much looking forward to that. Um, if you are a student of mine, a graduate, be aware that I do these free apprenticeships. They last for five days, different topics each time. There's a series of three of these different weeks, total of 15 different topics you'll learn how to make things and uh, how they're used you'll learn a lot of the history of how they came to, into uh, hoodoo and from whence they came some are African some are European some of them are Native American some of them are Asian and all of these things Middle Eastern too all of these different threads and streams of types of methods and types of products mingle together to make African American folk magic so again, this week herbs, candles, and special washes and waters. If you're a, a graduate, think you might have time to take this class. It's free. Just contact the shop, Leslie Lowell, at 707-887-1521. There's always room for one more. I can teach up to 25 people at one apprenticeship session, and I can teach as you know as few as three, whoever shows up. But we got a nice little lineup right now, and we're going to be doing a great job on um, getting to know one another in the community as well as working okay miss athena you're on the line
2: yes i'm here hi
1: hi thank you so much oh look who just showed up miss michael hi Miss Michael. She's, oh, she's in there too good all right miss athena is our co-host du jour and thank you for your courage bravery and loyalty <laughs> and here you are
2: Uh, Here I am. Happy to help out.
1: Yeah, well, let me introduce you to those who are new to this show. Miss Athena is one of the admins on the Lucky Mojo forum. That is, her name is in brick red, like mine, and Nagashiva's and uh, Lara Rivera's. And um, she is able to uh, sort people's posts, answer people's questions. She's really one of the the powers behind that forum, which has been running for more than 10 years and has about 60 posts per day on average over the course of these 10 years. So Miss Athena is a busy, busy woman. She has (laughs) her own practice doing reading and root work. She is a member of AIR. And, um, gee, what else can I say about you, Miss Athena, except that I love you and that you're a really, really sharp-minded, good-hearted person.
2: Oh, thank you for that. I love you too. And I'm I'm so grateful to to you for all the opportunities to be a part of the community. So thank you.
1: All right. Well tell us what's new with you and then we're gonna bring in Queen Co.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been very busy with my practice. I've been doing quite a few readings. In fact, I had two people just call me today for readings. And uh I was happy to accommodate them. It's been a very busy time for me. Uh as I mentioned last week on the show, I've been doing a lot of root work for job getting. It seems to be the season where people are really reevaluating their careers. So, I've been helping folks find new jobs and maintain the jobs that they have. So, that just seems to be the latest theme of my work. So uh, very busy, very busy.
1: You know, that's a good thing to know because I do Mm -hmm. have people who are interested in job getting. If I know that that's something that you enjoy doing, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll send them your way. One of the things we do in AIR is people who have preferences or specialties and people who have aversions. We, we have a little section of our private AIR forum where we talk about mm-hmm. accepting, rejecting, and requesting um, things. People say, please send me more uh, job-getting uh, clients. I'm here for them. And then there are other people who say, please, I'd like a referral on this XYZ type of job I don't do. And people saying, I'm accepting all kinds of jobs right now. Or right now I'm ex- I'm, I've got a big love altar going. I'm accepting a lot of love work. So we at AIR... Kind of try to it, we are a community, and we try to make sure that our clients are best served, even if that means a referral. It's like going to a hospital, you check in and they mm-hmm. say, hmm, you know I think you need to go to the ear eye nose and throat specialist, and that may be Miss Athena and her job getting so I'm glad to know that, honey. Post it yeah. in the air forum too, because I didn't know that that was your current um, thing,
3: and I'd love yeah. to send yeah. people
1: your way i sure. I in fact. I, in fact, just recently had two job-getting clients in the last uh, five, seven days. And I, you know, I gave them what advice I could, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was someone who wants to help with that.
2: So good. Great. Happy to help.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's bring in our adored and adorable Queen How Are you there on the line? I am here. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I heard your voice. So um, uh, Ko is calling in from Alabama and is a member of AIR, uh, is a well-known root work practitioner, someone who comes from a family tradition of root work, uh, a designer. Uh, Ko, you have your own um, oracle card deck, right?
4: Yes, we have actually our own tarot set, a plan card set, and an oracle set.
1: Oh, my gosh. So you're a regular publisher now.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I've received a reading from Coe, so if anybody wants a reading, I can vouch for Coe is a great reader. Really good. Well, it's lovely to have you here. Tell us what's been going on, what's new at your shop and in your neck of the woods.
4: Well, um, first of all, thank you all for having me. I have not been on the radio show in quite some time, um, we've had a lot of changes and things come about since I was last here. Um, the matriarch of our family's spiritual lineage, um, my grandmother, she passed, and mm. so mm. I now hold the reign of, of Queen of the Imperial Court of Middle of Hounds, which is our family's lineage. Mm. And so um, now I hold that that title and that faith. So, adjusting to that, you know, I've um, been doing work under my great grandma my grandpapa, and my grandmother for, well, up until this year, over 30 years since I was five. Mm-hmm. And um, so, this has been a little bit different over the last two to three months, figuring that out, um, because fortunately, though, I'm very blessed because all of her siblings are still living. And um, actually one of her siblings um, has been written about by Harper Lee, who wrote The Killer Markenberg,
5: hmm.
4: uh, in a book that wasn't published called The Watchman. And I think I have sent you the clip about the voodoo preacher and all of those things. So fortunately, all of her siblings are still living, so I'm still getting the things that they did, you know, from back in the early 1900s and the 1920s. But beyond that, the our online shop, which is you can find it at Comedos.com or thehoodiequeen.com, you can go there. And we are expanding, and we are taking away some products. You know, I'm certain this um, cat. You know, there there may be some products that you guys have as well. I'm I'm just assuming business wise, where you're like, you know what, these aren't really going. And so we're going to just discontinue them, and if people want them, they'll just be um, custom orders in that mm-hmm. way. So we are discontinuing things and expanding things and changing the look of um, what we do. A lot of people um, need to really understand that um, co Conjure, my brand, may have only been around for almost a decade now, but... The remedies and formulas And recipes are over 200 years old Um, and so Now that I can't Just run to my grandmother And I also have moved I moved, um, away from my home base So I mm-hmm. moved to Mobile, Alabama Um Which allowed me to be A little bit closer to my Um, papa, my Ogun My spiritual father in Vodou
5: mm-hmm.
4: And, um so that allows me to be a little bit closer to him. But, um, yeah, so we have that going on, just that thing. We're gearing up for our annual event, the Queen mm-hmm. Conjure Fest. which mm-hmm. is held in the spring of 2020 in Mobile. Gearing up for that, people are like, well, Queen, you're what, six, seven, eight months away, almost a whole year away. Why would you be doing this? I'm like, you don't understand. It takes a lot to get these. Events going as well as you know, Miss Cat. So mm-hmm.
5: um, yes, I do.
4: So we're gearing up for that. We have incredible presenters um, that are be coming in for that, and just really trying to get things. Um, just again, just adjusting to the new place, um, and, and that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I know you're still available online at the same u r l so you may have changed mm, the physical location, but if they want to find you on the web, they'll still find you at the same place and all right also, i'm I'm very excited to learn about this. you know well, you mentioned something i was going to to jump in on this. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the less often requested products that you're now doing as custom orders mm-hmm. this has been a you know my uh, um attitude when I started was. I would go from store to store, from state to state, from town to town, and one would have this and one would have that, and all ten of them would have this one product, usually Van. And I decided to try to um, make a rule, which was that if I had 12 requests, if 12 people requested something, and if I knew the formula, if I'd collected the formula and knew it from someone who had made it, and I used to pay people, sometimes older people, i said, say, listen, I'll pay you $25 for this form, formula, and then in the day that was money. But I won't make it till you pass on, until I know your shop is closed. And I got formulas that way. And some people said, "Well, I'm retiring, and I'll give you my whole entire book." So I got a lot of older formulas that way, and I kept them, uh, transferred them to my hard drive. Well, but um, so I began to say, "If twelve people will request it, I'll make it." And uh, then people, of course, the next, the other half of it is, "So why do you have two things that are so similar?" (laughs) Well, because. Because they're not exactly the same, and one came from Georgia, and the other one came from Mississippi, or whatever it may be. One came from Detroit, one came from Memphis, but they're similar. And they say, which one is stronger? And I'd say, no, no, if you were in Memphis, this was the one. There was no one stronger. If you were in Detroit, that was the one. They may have almost the same ingredients, but they do the same thing. So things like uncrossing versus jinx killer, things like that, there's an overlap they, they overla- they're not the same, they overlap, and i could I can actually point to a kind of almost like a like a diagram of how they overlap and where they came from. It's very fascinating, so I went the opposite. I was gonna be all things to all people. I made them all because I felt um I wanted to kind of recognize every part of this, but I sometimes wish like you <laughs> that I would put some of them on custom order because I'll tell you some of those things. Back in the day, everyone loved them, and they don't, they're do not they not as popular
4: now. Well, but then today, you, you said the key word, popularity. A lot of the mm-hmm. things today are a trend. And so, That's right. And that was one of my grandmother's biggest frustrations before she passed was people getting caught up with the trend of
5: the mm-hmm. business
4: of instead of really knowing what Hulu looked like and how it really is. Like, you know, a lot of people are really big with oils and candles. She says, mm-hmm. everything that I can do with you, I can do with you with herbs, roots, and, and, and leaves. I can mm-hmm. do that. That's right. That. You know? That's right. And so it became a, it became frustrating to her. And I'm just like, I'm dealing with those same frustrations now because I was brought up in the traditional sense, not this trendy, new up-and-coming mm-hmm. Hollywood hoodoo right. as I call
1: it. Right. Hollywood hoodoo. Right. Well, I'll tell you the the funny one was to me was van van when I was young. I mean, you could use van van for almost anything cuz van van is really powerful, powerful stuff. And um, and it was it was so popular. When I went online, uh there was people would say, "Well, what is it what is van van?" I said, "Well, it's very simple. I'll tell you what it is. You can make it yourself, but you know, you might as well have me blend it because I know how to blend it and pray over it." the The uh, number of orders for Van Van was almost non-existent. I thought, what has become of this? Because everyone, had, everyone wanted something with a sharp name, a name that t- t- spoke to them. And I said, no, Van Van, that's the one. Well, it took about 15 or 20 years, and now Van Van's made a comeback. <laughs> right? And they're all going, oh, Van Van, I didn't even know about it. Well, now they know. So I look at these fads come and go. Candles is another. And um, you know, I tell people anything you can do with a candle, you can imagine it was done with an oil lamp before. And before that, before the oil lamp, it probably was just done with roots and a prayer. Um, and there's a there's many a way to do a trick, many a way to uh, to work a job of spell casting. And don't always think. But when people say, "Oh, well, I burn candles," mm-hmm. yeah, good. That's really good, and it is good but it's not the only way. So I respect you a lot for that, code, because you stand up for the same thing. I've stood up for it forever, which is uh, listen to the wisdom that has been passed down. Don't just say, well, now we do things different. You know, I had a little client today, and I love her to pieces, a little client to me. She was talking to me about blah, 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 and da-da-da on Instagram. She goes, you do know what Instagram is, don't you, Miss Kat? I just about <laughs> I just about laughed in her face. Um, I said, "Well, yes, I do know what Instagram is, honey. Ah, you know the young, the young. <laughs> they they think they know it all. Well, anyway, today, um, uh, oh, Miss Michael has something here. She she posted, and this is good. To which one is stronger? I say, wrong question." You're asking hose or pressure washer when you should be asking Black and Decker or Craftsman. What a great <laughs> fun answer that is! <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Thank you. That's perfect, Miss Michael. Miss Michael's got a sense of humor. Well, our topic today is dolls. So let's turn this right over to um, Queen Co. You brought the topic. You get to describe it. What's up with dolls?
4: So many times I've come on the show and I've done classes, I mean, at Tulane, or at Atlanta, even at the Huda Queen Conjure Fair, I've talked I talk about dolls. Mm-hmm. And I think about the dolls in regards to understanding the history, the intent, mm-hmm. where it comes from, the mkissing, where it comes from, how it wasn't always an actual figure of a human, but a doll mm-hmm. really or a Spirit um, object was really uh, anything that didn't have the spirit. It could be a horn, a, a, a root of something, a hoof of this, or a hollow log, or a, whatever the situation could be. And I go into that space because, again, being brought up traditionally in Uju and in Obia, I'm really big with, hey, you guys, we have to preserve this for what it is. you know. And, and so I get really deep into that space.
5: Mm-hmm. However,
4: um, this go-round, when I speak about it, I'm not going to focus on those things. I think I've said it enough. I think that people at this point should definitely have listened. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, not everyone does, but you would hope so. So anyways, today what I wanted to really focus on regarding doll working, and this is sort of how I've also structured the Hulu Queen Conjure Fest. The first year we really got on the foundational thing. Now is let's do the work. Let's understand why. So when you're using a doll, the dolls are, first and foremost, are not used to do negative, harmful, vainful, malicious things, okay? I've seen the class with people stomping on them, doing backhand springs, I mean, all across them, and tap dancing, and all of this stuff. And it's like, all right, those are a lot of theatrics, and it's a good show, but it didn't take all that traditionally. It was really about you understanding why you were doing what you were going to do. So today, mm-hmm. when I'm focusing on the doll workings, I want to focus on the different parts of the doll. For
5: mm-hmm. example,
4: the head. When you work in the head of the doll, you are then focusing on how that doll or that person thinks. Okay, their mind. You can work their mind in a particular kind of way.
5: Mm-hmm. You can
4: then also focus on what they hear mm-hmm. because of their ears, okay? It's also really important to understand you can make them smell particular things, really play with somebody's hair, mm-hmm. making them smell things they don't know This there. Or, for example, a great love working. You done been with a particular man, and you done brushed up against his hair, and you just... Waves your fingers right through And you took a couple of strands when you gave him A kiss, he doesn't know, it's hair Shed, you don't got to pluck it, you don't got to Cut his head off to take the hair You just got to mm-hmm. rub it through the hair You're going to get some strands Then you go home And you wear this particular perfume So say for example, like at um, Comedos.com, at our brand You can use um, Vinay MY, which is a very Beautiful, um, sweet love Come to me type oil Okay, so you wear this, it smells incredible. Well, you don't want him to forget you. So you take some of that hair and you place it on a doll. So what are you going to do? You're going to take that oil and you're going to say, remember how I smelled? And you place that oil on his nose. Every single morning, so every day he wakes up, he's thinking about you. Right before he goes to sleep, he's thinking, he's like, I smell her or I smell him. I'm interested, I want to talk to them. So it's a beautiful love working in that way. You can mm-hmm. also see the way someone speaks, whether that needs to be sweetened, or you need to close their mouth up while working their head. You don't always have to have a skull candle. And I also try to, you know, really get people to understand is, my grandma, my grandmother, she didn't work skull candles, okay? Mm-hmm. Depending on where you were, and what you had access to, and also your ancestral lineage and culturally, you may have used something completely different. But most importantly, if you had a doll, you could do it all because they had all body parts. So mm-hmm. taking this particular doll, and you got somebody that got a foul mouth, a old mm-hmm. nasty foul mouth. They got something negative to say about you all the time. So you know what? I'm going to make sure I stuff their mouth with vanilla beans. I'm going to stuff their mouth with some orange peels. And I'm going to make sure Mm -hmm. that I put my name in their mouth as well. So whenever they speak to me or about me, only sweet, kind things come out of it. You're going to Mm -hmm. rub that little dog's lips with some honey. You know, and so you can use the doll in that way. Mm -hmm. Moving down. The body. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can take this particular doll and we can start working with the chest or the stomach.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: One thing that people mm-hmm. have to remember is one of the biggest things that um that controls your body's health is the stomach.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay?
4: So when I need to heal you, I'm gonna make sure I'm putting things in your stomach.
5: Mm-hmm. I wanna make
4: sure that I am placing particular say for example you have um someone that is is an alcoholic mhm and they just cannot seem to get loose from 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 the liquor.
5: Mm-hmm. So you know
4: what I'm gonna do? I've already taken some of their hair or their personal concerns. And when I say personal concerns, I am talking about their hair, their nails. It mm-hmm. can be a business card. It can be um you know, anything from them that I have placed in mm-hmm. this dog, link it to them, pre- preferably something of their DNA. I mm-hmm. religiously tell people, eat with your targets, Get their toothpicks. Get their napkins, mm-hmm. Go to church with them. Ask them for a piece of peppermint or a piece of gum. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that you can have something from them. Place it in that doll, they're having issues with drinking. So you know what? I'm going to go get me some kudzu.
5: Mm-hmm. And I'm
4: going to place that kudzu in that belly. And I'm going to do that every single sunset so that it is taking that alcoholism away. I'm going to work the alcoholism away. I'm going to make it to where you don't like it no more. It's going to seem disgusting to you. Mm-hmm. You know? I
1: got so I got to jump in on I got to jump in on this one because this is fascinating to me. What is used um, to bind away those types of things? Kudzu can be used. Knotweed can be used. Twitch grass, witch grass, mm-hmm. runner grass, Saint Augustine grass, crabgrass, couch grass, Spanish moss. All of those things are strong, twirly, binding naturally binding things and they and depending on where you live you don't have to send off to some exotic place because there's going to be one of those plants wherever you live there will be these kinds of plants and they all have the same kind of power don't ask me which is more powerful than the other because they're all powerful in their own region bioregion and um I love the use of any one of those to bind up uh the thing that is causing an addiction i have actually done taken pills that people had and just wrapped them round and round and round and round with couch grass to make a ball you know and uh it's it it, it takes the pill away from them they, they it's bound up it's tied it has no power over them you can do it with tobacco too bind up tobacco cigarettes so yeah they are viney and stringy Okay, go go ahead. I I just wanted to to comment on that. You don't have to send off for one kind of plant when you've got another one near you that will do the same thing.
4: Exactly. And something I made a post on Instagram not too long ago. I think like two days ago. My mother and father came down a couple of days ago, and she goes, "Oh my goodness, you got that hummingbird the hummingbird vine outside your window. You know, mm-hmm. you meet somebody go crazy."
5: Mm-hmm. And
4: um, now and I said. Um, I heard it, but I did not. But Grandmama didn't show me what it looked like. Mama mm-hmm. said, well, "There it is. What it looked like." And she was like, but "I'm gonna tell you something now." She says, "A lot of the terms, and I knew this, but this is something that a lot of people need to also recognize about traditional food. Mm-hmm. And in the black community, we call weeds common names to our community news." That you're not going to find in a science book. We wouldn't use golden seal. We would say rabbit tobacco, or yellow root.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: you may, we may say hummingbird vine, and for all you know, it could be, I don't know, um, some kind of jungle situation. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's really important well, is, to know that. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about that too. I'm gonna jump in again. Um, back in the day, um, there was a lot of. Um, a problem with that. And of course, that's why plants were given these Latin names or taxonomic names by Carlos Linnaeus up in Sweden. And even those have changed over the years. But they've maintained those as scientific names. There are lots of good sources online for the regional names for instance the pennsylvania dutch name for something might be different than the anglo-american name or the african american name or the italian american name every community has the name that they brought with that plant
2: so if
1: you are if you are working with herbs you want to get as much as you can on the alternate names. And I do find, I mean, I tried to do that in that book, Who to Urban Root Magic. I put in as many as I can. And with every edition of that book, I'm always adding new common names because these common names change from place to place and time to time. So Always ask and always ask to look at the plant and then see if you can figure out what it is because sometimes the same common name might be given to two plants that are very different and have different uses
5: uh-huh. because
1: because there's no – see, the, those Latin names, those taxonomic names, they have an international uh, commission that establishes the authority of these names to be used in science books, but people – Folk people, we don't do that. We just say, well, over here we call that rabbit tobacco. No, we call this other thing rabbit tobacco. There are three or four things called rabbit tobacco. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we, we go, oh, or another one, anything with the word horse. Horse just means it's big. It doesn't mean it has anything to do with horses. But but in English American usage, if it says like horse nettle or bull, bull nettle, bull means it's big and strong, horse means it's big. Those words are just thrown around, so you have to kind of ask around. And my favorite of all of those examples is this herb that is known as lovage in England, and it's obviously used for love. It's called lovage, right? But in Mm -hmm. uh, Georgia, it's called bohog root. And you know, you just go bohog root, and that means a boar hog, and it means that he can root up the women. I mean, he can you know tear them up, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: so uh, it's a it it's just. But you know, half the people in America, if you say bohog root, they go, "What are you talking about?" But it always has to be learned. This is one of those amazing things because we come from different, not just different cultures, but different subcultures, different regional cultures, and on one side of the mountain they may call it not grass, and on the other side of the mountain they may call it not weed, and on the one side of the mountain they may call it twitch grass, on the other side witch grass. And it, it doesn't even have to do with race or uh, or any kind of history. It can just be regional. Some old man said, I'm going to call it twitch grass, and now it's twitch grass in that valley and that state and that half the country, and the rest of the place it's witch grass. So, and in some places it's called Quichgrass with Q U Quichgrass. So you know you can look at it and you got to think about it. That's the beauty of learning these traditions. That's why um, we we always seek out friends and colleagues and try to learn what what are you actually talking about. But it is so important to understand these natural uses of these plants you said something earlier and i'm going to comment on that too about a doll baby not having to be a doll it can be a root among the cherokee the sioux the choctaw a yellow dock root just the root, yellow dock root was a love doll you don't need to put like tie pieces on it and all that it's just that's it that yellow dock root that's a love doll right there that's it and but it's only used for love not for cursing and, you know, you think about these things, these traditions have histories that go back thousands of years. They go back because they work, but it always is important to sit and pay attention, listen, ask the elders, and don't say things like, oh, I found a new way to make a thing. No, Just try it the old way first. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to turn this back over to you.
4: <laughs> well, another thing that has come up twice in this show, um, Ms. Kat, you brought up, the point of what is stronger, um, as well as theme Athena brought up what is stronger. This is what I tell my students. When they come to the little Wing Conjure Fed or when I'm doing the online course, um, which are sporadic, but I do them,
5: mm-hmm.
4: is you never decide on an herb, because they're not herbs. They're spirits, a spiritual ally. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to design on which spirits will work for you. So you may not do jinx killer because those spirits may not agree with you, whereas um, uncrossing will because those are different spirits. Get the same result, and you don't want to use them together necessarily because they have mm-hmm. different ways of doing it. So they may fight. So in the, the reason why I say that is when you're loading your doll, when you are placing things in it, it is important to define on the spirits to utilize. So what I want to be clear is everybody don't go run out and your cut zoos to take away alcoholism cuz that's <laughs> not for me, <laughs> not work for you. Okay. Right. So, right. Um, that's so true. that is that. Um but then going back uh, more with the doll um physicality is one their arms and hands. What do you do with your arms and hands? You place them in your pocket, right? And with Mm -hmm. your pocket, your money? So Mm -hmm. possibly, I need to take these, I can work the dog's hands to have them give me particular money if I wanted to, or maybe curse their money if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. People use their hands and things to be abusive. So I may need to tie those arms behind them. I may want to break their arms. Whatever Mm -hmm. the situation is, Understand that the doll isn't, I'm just going to control you and I'm going to make you do this and do that. Um, And then also the legs, the legs and feet, where you're going, where you're walking, where you're moving. Mm
5: -hmm. You know,
4: um, it's really important to understand that because that can really um, lead a person somewhere, take a person somewhere, and so forth and so on, which the free spell that I'll do at the end of the show We'll actually be teaching everyone how to banish someone to a new location Mm -hmm. um, using um, a doll working. Um, And that's just, and I did miss this part of the doll, the eyes.
5: Mm -hmm.
4: The eyes are so powerful. Why? Because I could literally, say, for example, there was somebody I was very interested in, but say they're married say say that with somebody, but they have children. Well, guess what? Little Sally has a birthday, and you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm
5: -hmm. So,
4: I want to give little Sally a cute little teddy bear that she's going to take home. Why? Because I have fixed that little teddy bear's eyes. Mm -hmm. It's everything that I want to see, I can see. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: So that I know what I need to do in order to um, that, the relationship If I see the child arguing about Spaghetti, meatballs I need to make sure that you're making spaghetti meatballs Every night mm-hmm. You know
1: mm-hmm. and whatever, and That's a, kind of That things. is an amazing one um the, the fixing of the gift doll is a very powerful thing. And, I, you know, I get a lot of clients who call me up, hey, I was gifted with this doll, and I put it, it was one of these shelf-sitter dolls. It's a beautiful doll, not a play doll, not a child's doll, but it's a beautiful shelf-sitter doll, beautifully decorated, has gorgeous jewelry on it, lovely handmade, everything sewn. And it's sitting on the shelf, and I'm beginning to feel spooky. This doll is staring at me. And, uh, yeah, you could say to them, oh, yeah, you've watched one too many horror movies. But the truth is, I've had two occasions in which I did a reading on it, and I said to the person, listen, I know you think the doll is good, and I know you're worried now. The doll is beginning to feel weird to you. Let's just, we're on the phone. I want you to open up, pull up that dolly skirt, and I want you to look in there. They opened up that doll. There was all kinds of stuff inside that doll.
3: All kinds of
1: stuff. And uh, that doll had been sitting there on the shelf watching them in their bedroom. Oh, my Lord. And uh, this has happened to me twice, only twice in uh, 55 years of doing this work. But it blew my mind each time. And I was like, whoa, you need to take that doll apart and burn it because that doll was made to spy on you. Not a common thing. Doesn't happen often. But it happens often enough. Now, I want to bring Mm -hmm. Miss Athena in here. She's been a good co-host, but she's been too silent.
4: Miss Athena. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) We've we've been talking about um, traditions, and we've been talking about hoodoo. And I know Mm -hmm. you come from a Mediterranean background, and you've Mm -hmm. talked before about Mediterranean magic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know you also have been well-schooled in hoodoo. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you treat dolls, and tell us what you can add to this kind
2: Sure, yeah. In Mediterranean tradition, we really don't use doll babies uh, very often. Um, usually it's for cursing. They make clay dolls and smash mm-hmm. them to bits uh, to sort of dismantle somebody's power. But the way that I use doll babies uh, is very much the way that uh, Queen Co. has been talking about. is really using it piece by piece and strengthening, empowering, influencing the individual parts of the body. And Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do that we haven't talked about is uh, giving somebody a really strong backbone. And Mm -hmm. whether it's about overcoming addiction or just strengthening them in in bravery in life, uh, I like to add um, a a spine to my Mm -hmm. doll. So I will do something with a John the Conqueror root or a Queen Elizabeth root or something like that, take a small one, and use that to form the spine of the doll. And give them that strength of a good, solid backbone so that the rest of the working can be empowered and influenced by them having an increased sense of strength and mastery over the situation. So that's one of my favorite things to do, and I found very good luck with it. And I also, uh, in the feet, when it comes to the feet, you can certainly do the hot foot approach if that's your intention, but I like to empower their feet with bravery, and I'll put uh, some yarrow in there. I'll put some, uh, some borage in the hands to give them a gentler approach if they're being too aggressive. I really do like to work the body parts like that. Um, but for me, I always start with the spine. And, and give them that solid backbone so they can go forward in strength.
1: So I like what you said about yarrow, because yarrow is mm. used for courage, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, yarrow in their feet will encourage them to stand their ground and not give way.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's a That's a very important thing, especially if you're dealing with a person who's in an abusive situation or is mm-hmm. being manipulated on the job by a manager who is not treating them well. Yarrow in the feet, that's very strong. And now sometimes as a, as a reader and a root worker, sometimes you're doing things for your client that they may not know that's what you're doing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, they said, I need you to kick my boss's ass, but you know mm-hmm. what they need is for them to stand tall. Exactly. And you can you can uh, you can work that, a doll for them to empower them while they don't even know that's what they thought. They thought you were doing a boss fix, <laughs> a jar <Yeah. laughs> on the boss, but you're doing a stand up, be proud, have dignity, and and uh, don't let anyone run over you. Spell mm-hmm. for them, yep. and that'll help yep. them better in the end. In some cases, so a doll on this is another thing I'm going to bring up. A doll on a client is can be forever, and I know people who have had a a root worker make a doll for them and then they go "Uh uh-oh what happened to that doll and i know one root worker i'm not going to name her name but i saw her bookshelf and i saw all the dolls laying on their backs she said they're all just taking a nap she had dolls on every client she'd ever had i mean i don't know everyone she had a lot of dolls and she oh, they're just taking a nap. When they call me and they have problems, I'll bring their doll back about it. And, you know, come on come on back and we'll work with you some more. That lady didn't throw a doll baby away. She did not return them to the clients. So that's an interesting thought to think about. When you make a contract with a root doctor, have you ever heard of that co? A person keeping dolls on their clients? i that this. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to choose, let's put it this way, you got to choose your root worker wisely. Now, I don't believe, by the way, I'm not saying anything bad about this lady. I believe this lady had good intentions. I really do. Yes. She. But, I. But, it, no, but it was. I've
4: heard of it, and I myself and my family, um, you may hear of people keeping dolls, but I know like my great, great grandmother, Dolly Meadows, I went to her house, which is still standing, which was built in the 18, 1870s, Went to her house about a year or two ago, and mm. she's still you know, there. Are still jars of clients mm-hmm. that she I had. saw that and you
1: I saw that video you made. That was astounding. Yeah, there were still jars there. Yeah, absolutely. So
4: and I'm, I'm really going to tell little, you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead.
1: No, go go right ahead.
4: Oh well, just you know, I, I I've heard of it. It is something that um that is really. Powerful. It is something that, you know, if you know what to do, I, w- I mean, you know, great with it. But a beautiful thing that Miss Athena said that I would like to also bring up this very, very true. Even in African-American hoodoo, dolls were not heavily used. You know, they were used in certain instances, but they, you don't, they, they it's not like the dolls were flooding everything Hollywood made it that way
1: that's but, right but that's right but,
4: but but traditionally you didn't have to you know you have it, it just wasn't it was a thing it was something that because again you have the in Kissies, the religions that we brought <laughs> over had these spirit dolls and so forth and so on but I just yeah, to you, know, you know you know
1: what you're what you're saying is what you're saying is true. Probably the earliest reference to a doll uh in African American uh folk magic practice that I know of it was written about by Charles W. Chestnut, who was a African American author and he wrote a story called Hotfoot Hannibal and it was it was set he he wrote it after slavery had ended, but it was set during the days of slavery and it was from a story he had been told when he was young, in which a a man wanted a certain woman and she didn't want him and so forth and so on. And and it well in the end a doll was made and the doll had red peppers in its feet. You can read it online. I have it at my Southern Spirit site. That is a very old um it, he is, his body was made of pith of elderberry pith, you know that kind of foamy. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was his head was made of pith to make him light-headed, so that he would be, you know, mess up. You know, he wouldn't have a, a brain in his head. And it was a it is an interesting description by an African American author of something that he had been told by an elder. Wrote about it around 1890, but it took place back in the day, and it's a, it's a wonderful example of that but it is not the idea of the voodoo doll and that's that's the word they use voodoo doll yes. the idea of the voodoo doll uh, came from hollywood primarily now you can read back in old folk magic um south Asians would make a doll out of press together sticky rice, make a little rice, you know, press it together, make a little figure. And, of course, in England there was these, you know, dolls made out of roots. Cherokees made dolls out of roots, as I've just described. And also mandrake root, which is not the same as European mandrake, but American mandrake, that's also been used to make uh, dolls. So the, the, these things, but they were not the go-to everything with a doll. One of the earliest dolls, pre, way predating that Charles Chestnut story, there was an archaea- some archaeological digging in Maryland, and they dug up a, a place that um, had been a, a little city house that had a slave woman and her child living there, and then later, uh, well, she was free. I mean, you know, they had several ch- slaves. They always had one woman and her child, usually. They'd buy these women and, and keep them in the house to be servants. It was not a big prosperous family. was just what it was. And um, eventually they, they, the, the slaves were freed. And, well, they dug up the house. They were restoring it to make a museum. It's called the Brace House, B-R-Y-C-E. And they found under the bricks, that had bricks in the uh, kitchen and slavery quarters. Um, the bricks had been carefully taken out, and instead of mortar, they'd been put back together with packed ashes. So it looked like mortar, but you could lift those bricks. And in there, there was a doll, and it was a little commercial doll, a little uh, China-ware doll. And it was of the type that was made... Very, very early on, it's what they call the frozen Charlotte, which is a doll that does not have movable legs or arms. It's all one little piece, little one piece doll, and that doll had had its hands broken off, and um, the reason being pretty obvious that the that the people who had hurt that woman or her child, and um, but so that goes back probably early 1800s, 1700s. So I can see evidences, but it isn't as if it's like now with candles. In the 30s and 40s, it was all about the voodoo. Ah, the voodoo dolls, the voodoo dolls. It got to be a trend, but dolls have been in African-American culture, uh, but it has never been the be-all and end-all. And as you said, it's because of the spirit that's put in there. Now, that doll was surrounded by brass buttons and underwear buttons. Well, those obviously (laughs) were (laughs) who the target was. their underwear buttons. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, back in the day before they had elastic underwear, they used to have button underwear, and those buttons were there with the doll. So you look at that and you go, "Okay, well, I can read that one. I'm a root worker enough to read that story." Now I know that Manali just joined us a while back, and I'm and uh, I want to say hi, Manali
3: Hi, hi. Sorry, oh, I'm late. Had a little bit of a family uh, emergency, but I've made I
1: made it. <laughs> ah, you made it. Well. We're here talking about doll babies, and I know that you have something it. to say about it. So come on in. Join the party.
3: Thanks. Kat. Yeah, I love this conversation. You, you, this is some absolutely fascinating work. Uh, Miss Athena very beautifully talked about spines. I work a lot with uh, doll baby spines, but I kind of do the opposite. Is uh, Any work that I'm doing, I fashion, first and foremost, a spine out of licorice slices. Uh, and I will write what I want that person to do, uh, along with their name, on the licorice. You kind of julienne those licorices or you slice them. Um, and then what I, once the doll is created and I've pulled their spirit and called their spirit into the doll, the very first act that I do is I actually break the licorice root to break the will of the person or break uh, the, the, um, you know, break their back, so to speak. This is obviously done for domination. Uh, you know, I don't do this root. I don't do this for love, or I don't do this for you know someone I like. This is done to harm someone. But I break, I break the spine uh, with the liquid wow. root in there, and it, it gives it that doll is powerful. Let me say. Uh, And the other one is I really, really love working with wax dolls. Um, Wax dolls are very easy to manipulate. Wax dolls are, you can do all sorts of things with wax dolls that you can't do with some other dolls. One of my favorite uh, crossing and uh, cursing uh, doll babies I've mentioned several times is uh, hanging them from my ceiling fan. You hang them from the ceiling fan. You turn on the ceiling fan. And it is aimed at disorienting, weakening. Uh, you hang them upside down by their feet. It, it ensures that your enemy has no power over you, is unable to gain uh, a foothold. Alternatively, if you're using wax, like I happen to love doing wax, you can actually put it into a jar with various types of uh, oils, war uh, water, or whatnot. And then you can double boil that thing, double boil it, put it in there. Uh, make sure that you don't break the glass, you put it in a jar, you turn up that heat. You can do it slowly over a period of time, therefore increasing the pressure more and more, uh, making the person hot, making them angry, make them lose control, until the doll is fully melted, in which they, you've completely destroyed your enemy, just as you've destroyed the doll itself. So you can do a lot with doll work. Um, I, I tend to favor wax dolls myself for things like cursing, crossing, etc., but for love work, I like stuffing the dolls, building it very slowly, uh, throw rose, lovage, et cetera, at various parts of the body to really increase passion, love, etc. But if I'm cursing, if, I'm, I'm heading for the wax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That's amazing, that one of melting the doll.
3: Um,
1: and I've done that with wine um, because you want to make them mm. more alcoholic.
3: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this has been amazing. We could we could do a whole book on doll babies, and I guess we will someday. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's our music, and we're going to take one client.
0: Support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at LuckyMojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at CrystalSilenceLeague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our clients for the evening, and we're going straight from the queue uh we are going to area code four zero four in Rhode island uh just this is uh, uh jo i uh, sorry joni <laughs> Joni, how are you there?
2: Hi, what's
0: up Hi, welcome to the show. <laughs> it's good to have you here um and have you ever had any readings with any of our guests miss Kat Conjuman Ali, Queen Co or Miss Athena?
2: I have not.
0: All right. And uh, she writes, a friend of mine moved in about two months ago and doesn't have anywhere else to go. I'd like to find out when she might be moving out, how to locate a safe place for her to live. Turning back to you, Ms. Kat.
1: All right. Well, we're going to break with a pattern. We're going to have Co do the first reading, and Athena will do the second reading. And Ollie will prescribe the root work, and I'm going to sit it out because we've got four people. Okay? <laughs> so I'm going to turn this over, Co, for the first reading.
4: All righty. So, again, a friend of mine is moving two months ago and doesn't have a place to go. I'd like to find out when she might be moving and how to locate to a safe place. So I will be using the essence of the Queen Oracle, which is an um, Oracle set that we provide and um, <laughs> actually, a card literally just jumped out um, in the middle of the shuffling, which is always a card that you want to notice. Um, so the thing about it is that the first card that I get is the card of harvest, Okay of Harvest says you're going to reap what you sow. So the effort that she is putting into getting a space is what she's going to get, all right? Um, now, if she's not putting in, and I tell people, if you light a candle, but you're not out there actively looking or whatever, then guess what? You're not going to manifest anything. If you throw down some oils and powders, but you're not actively if we do anything on the Monday end is not going to come about. So I would, you know, so just keep that in mind. But I get the card of harvest, which says she will reap what she sows. The next card that came is Maudit. That's M-A-U-D-I-T. M-A-U-D-I-T. This is a French word for, and I hate to say this, but cursed. And it's cursed in four different directions, which means that in her issue, in her particular problem, she really needs to do some cleansing in order to find a safe place, in order to find a space to even be given the opportunity to go somewhere. Um, and that is, what, that is the main thing. The next thing is you ask the question of when um, and how soon. You get the card of the full moon. That's like August 15th, 16th, and 17th. The card of the full moon, especially when you're dealing in hoodoo, is a, um, a time um, allotment. So it tells you around the time where she needs to either do work to get to, um, to, to get what she wants or it's going to be telling you um, by that time she should be able to find a space or place where opportunities will open up. The next card is the card of confiance. Confiance, C-O-N-F-I-A-N-C-E. This is the car of honesty, loyalty. The only way that she's going to get um, what she wants is being honest and also being loyal maybe to you or those around her that is helping because I have a very strong feeling that she's not completely being truthful either with herself or with those that are to help her. And the last card is the card of the Mosquito, the Mosquito Reverse, um, which tells us that there's definitely bad influence around her. And what I'm picking up intuitively is that I don't feel that she is as driven. And it may be a personal bad influence. I don't know if she drinks. I don't know if she sort of has a crutch. Where she just sort of relies on one thing or another, but I'm picking up that because of this bad influence, that's going to um, delay her harvest and finding what it is that she needs to um, where she needs to go. So that's what I see here in my card.
1: Wow. All right. All right. Well, let's let's turn this over to Athena. Question: How sure. to get her out, and uh, and when will she leave?
2: When will she leave? Yes, I have some very similar cards. As um, Queen Co. was reading, I laid out <clears throat> Excuse me, my cards. In my first card, you had mentioned harvest. The first card I have is the scythe, that large mm-hmm. sword-like thing on a long handle that we use to harvest things like wheat. So certainly mm-hmm. it's about there's harvesting here, um, reaping what you sow. Uh, she does appear to me to already have options, because right ahead of her I have the crossroad next to the house, which is choices and places to live, decisions that can be made now about where she can live, but she is not taking advantage of these opportunities. Next to that, I have the card of the moon, which is about emotions, deep emotions, thoughts and feelings. And I second what Queen Co is saying about her potentially having some issues, emotional or otherwise, where she's relying on you and your generosity in staying with you because it gives her a means to then not have to go out and deal with things for herself. So there's an element here of her being complacent and a lack of willpower to get out there and go and do things, find a place for herself. I do have the rider, the man on a horse, right after that, which means that her, her move will be coming. It will be coming sooner rather than later. But I do believe that some uncrossing work is necessary, something to get her out of whatever emotional holdback she has for taking action for herself. We talked earlier about empowering and bravery and things like that. So, um, you know, give a listen to that and think about potentially using that in any kind of work that you can do for her to get her to stand on her own two feet, overcome her own emotional obstacles, and get out there and and take advantage of these choices because they do exist. That crossroads next to the the house means she has options. She's just not taking Mm -hmm. advantage of them.
5: Mm hmm Mm hmm all right.
1: Okay, contraband Ali. Um what what do you recommend here that the client do either on behalf of her own freedom from this house guest or in order to empower the house guest to leave?
3: Yeah, I think you've gotten some fantastic readings and I'm going to give you Uh, some root work um, and then we'll have plenty of time for uh, Miss Kat to come in and give her advice and and adjust as well as everyone else because I don't think you need to do a lot of heavy work Uh, What you need to do is just kind of move her along uh, to ensure she finds a safe place You mentioned that you're you're interested in safety. You're interested in protection. So the combination here is going to really be uh, empowerment work and uh, safety work For the empowerment work, what I want you to do is get her a locket, some type of gift that you're going to give her, some type of necklace, jewelry. A locket works really well. Um, what you'll do is you'll anoint this locket with uh, Van Van oil, Queen Elizabeth oil, and John the Conqueror oil. You're then going to place this on some type of surface, cover it with a bowl uh, or some type of, of uh, like, a teacup, and then you're going to take a white candle and you are going to dress that with crown of success and cast off evil and crucible of courage. You're going to anoint that white candle, place it on top of that bowl, uh, pray over it, and let it burn all the way down. Once it's burned all the way down, you have now empowered and strengthened that locket, talisman, etc. You can then give that locket to her as a talisman to keep, tell her that it's a good luck charm, uh, you know, and as a gift from you to her so that she will have success where, wherever she ends up moving to. This will be something that she should keep on herself, and it will help to empower her, give her the strength, and also the courage to kind of make the moves that she needs to move, do. Moving is not easy, and she's relied on you for a long time, and wanting to kind of make a drastic move in the way that she she is is going to require courage on her part, and I do think that this can uh, help along that. Then what you want to do is to kind of assist with the move itself, Um, and I think the the best way to do that is is the following, working. What you want to do is actually grab her foot track, uh, namely her foot track as she's leaving Um, the house. So, uh, this should be facing away where she currently is. It may take a little bit of creativity. Uh, If there isn't actual dirt, like a physical foot track, you will grab what's known as the dust of her feet. That is, dust that she's walked through. So, you can actually lay out um, dirt yourself. You can lay out so that she can walk through it, and then you gather that foot track. You're going to place this in a bowl, and you're going to burn. Eucalyptus and Althea. Eucalyptus and Althea are helper spirits, um, and they're very good in this particular instance in helping your friend to kind of move on. Eucalyptus in particular, because it'll help to kind of move things along. I always use eucalyptus as a very softer form of, of, of getting people to move, rather than hot foot them or curse them. Uh, I, hot foot is something that you usually do when you want to cross someone or curse someone, but eucalyptus can work to really help move things along, also bring in good neighbors. It's a a good uh, herb. And Althea is a helper. The two combined really are helpful, useful spirits. You're going to burn their leaves into an ash, and then you're going to mix that ash with the dirt. Get a map of where you want her to move, whatever city she's interested in, or you want her to head towards, uh, wherever this is. You're going to get a map of it, and you're going to dust it with blessing powders. That is to bless so that the city itself blesses her, gives her abundance. The spirit of a place is an important thing to make an ally of if you're going to move there or if you're going to have a friend move there or you want someone to go there. You want this place to be uh, favorable. You're going to place the bowl in the center of this map. You're going to take a white candle that you're going to dress with attraction and safe travel oil. You're going to stick the candle into the dirt, Light it and pray Psalm 17 over it, which is excellent for situations like yours. You're going to repeat this uh, over seven days. Once you've done it for the seven days, you will take that dirt and you will again sprinkle it out where she will walk through it, tracking her feet through that as well. This is what I think would be uh, ideal in in your situation that will help to kind of turn Uh, this matter towards you, you might consider, in addition to this, doing some work to drawing. If you need a roommate or or, or something, doing work along those lines or doing some cleansing around the house. If you don't want a roommate, you should do some cleansing around the house and blessing around the house and also a little bit of maybe money drawing or fortune work to ensure that you're uh, in a blessed and lucky state once this is all moved, I think that the reason I say this is because the cards kind of picked up the the you will reap what you sow. It picked up that there's a little bit of some some gunk there, and you want to make sure that none of that spiritual sort of gunk sticks to you. But you're able to kind of move out of this uh, scoff, where you're able to kind of transition to this new life, uh, trans you know without any difficulty. So this is my recommendation, kind of a three part process. First. Uh, some type of clean, uh, some type of empowerment work, two, some type of work to help move her along, and then three either some cleansing work or some work to draw someone new to your place. Uh, we have plenty of time, so let's see if Miss Cat has anything further to add or makes adjustments or her root work, and then I think um, you know other people can chime in as well.
2: Okay,
1: well, I I've got gotta... Oh, go ahead.
2: Uh-oh. I was just going to say, um, could you maybe just repeat like all the. Uh, oils and
1: the supplies That I would need that's, wait, that's what I was going to say honey So let me let me ask him the question In the chat oh, room okay. we have put down mm-hmm. the instructions So if you go after the show You can go to the chat log and read them But I need him to give a couple that I missed You mentioned a yep. bowl in the center Of the map with a white candle It was dressed with oils What were those oils? Yes.
3: Uh, attraction and safe travel oil
1: oh, Of course Attraction and safe travel Wonderful Um, Okay. So what we try to do, ma'am, is we we do try to keep a track of all of this so that you can read them as well as listen. Um, And then there was um, another one which you had had, um, and I I put in, um, there was a teacup with a white candle, crucible of courage oil, cast off evil, and one other oil. What was that third oil?
3: Queen Elizabeth brew oil.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. And... On the first candle, okay. First candle, also QE oil. And what we do is when when Nagashiva and I go through this, then we go and edit the chat log so it all falls together and doesn't look like we had this conversation.
3: (laughs) That's what we do for you all, huh? Okay. Sorry, just just to clarify real quickly, the candle actually is, Van Van Oil, Queen Elizabeth Root is on the on the lec- necklace or talisman itself.
1: Oh, okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It was oh okay, I'll try uh, rather uh, correction. Okay, correct. <laughs>
3: um,
1: Van Van on the candle. Uh, I think I already had that Um, QE yeah. on the necklace. Okay, got it. Now, I'm going to say a couple of things that I'd like to add to this. That safe travel is a really good one. And um, attraction uh, is a good one. I ha- got the impression I did not do a card reading here. I just listened, but I got impression from both of those excellent card readings that you are dealing with a bit of a parasitical situation. A nice person, you wanted to help, but it's not um, it's not turning out to be a refueling station. It's turning out to be a waste station, and you're not running waste station. You were just trying to, you know. Get her braced up, and on she goes. So you are going to have to be doing something to um, encourage her. The idea of the use of money and attraction and things like that uh, to get her to go is a good idea. I'm going to say one other thing that I would do in working with a map, and I work with maps quite often. I will sometimes use helper candles, so or I will use I will draw little paths. So you were told, sprinkle that um, that mixture of her foot track dirt and the and the herbs around on the map. I might be a little more directional. I sometimes will just start where my candle is and sort of just spiral out, 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 so that the person's just going to go farther and farther away. They, it's just like a, a – and I just spiral it out. Out they go. And let them search and find. I also recommend um, a thing I don't think I heard it said, which was comfrey root. And comfrey root is a, um, a root that's used for safe travel and to find helpers along your way as you travel and to put down roots in a new place because comfrey is a root that if you just break a piece of it off and stick it in dirt, it'll grow. It's remarkable that way. So uh, Conjurman Ali talked about a locket or a piece of jewelry or necklace. If it's a locket, you can put things in it, but you've got to make that locket be sealed in such a way that the person can't open it. So one of the things that um, I've been known to do is to make a little locket packet and make it inside of something waterproof like aluminum foil um, and then goop it together with an, a kind of a waterproof silicone-based glue. I know this ain't old-fashioned. It was old-fashioned. I'd solder it, but I just don't know how to solder. So silicone cone, uh, uh, glue, and you put that little packet in there, and it. The locket cannot be opened without, I mean, they'd have to really go at it with a screwdriver and a couple of pairs of pliers. I did that once up for a man, and then he said, oh, it just popped open. And I'm like, no, no, it didn't just pop open, baby. I glued that thing. Now, I don't mean using crazy glue, and I don't mean using China repair glue. I'm talking about a silicone-based gooey kind of glue, like automotive goop. That will seal that locket up tight. And she won't even maybe necessarily know it was a locket Would you do that. Okay, So that's one way to work that I find very useful. Another way to work is with chain. So if you have a chain, I don't know if you all have ever heard that song, uh, Mary wore six links of chain and every link had Jesus' name. Um, But if you work with a necklace that has a chain, you're going to pray over every link in that chain. And what that prayer is, you're gonna make in your mind. I believe that was it Psalms what Psalm did you say, um Countryman Ali
3: Psalm seventeen.
1: Psalm seventeen. All right. So you're gonna pray Psalm seventeen over every link of chain. Okay? And um or you can speak from your heart. Um if you're not into um praying psalms, you can say, you know, um, Lord let so and so uh, find safety, health, happiness, and a new home elsewhere. And you pray it again, you know, and you say, I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Or however you do it, and then you go to the next, and you to do it on every link. But every link had Jesus' name, so you always say, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay? So those are some of the things that I do. Um, When I want to give someone a piece of empowered jewelry I've had people just tell me Well, you made me a little locket Why did it take so long? Yeah, if I'm making a locket for someone for their strength I don't just pray one time over every chain I pray every link I pray one time over every link Every day For seven days Yeah, yeah, for seven days That's how I do it That's how I was taught to do it Um, Sure, you can give it to them on a piece of rat tail cord And you can oil the cord That's cheaper Faster real instant you just get Some oil and you just oil that cord That works too there are many ways To do the work but I like to pray Over the chain because I'm just that old school All right Ko, do you have Anything else to add
4: um, The only Thing that I would say is You know due to me getting the uh, the Card of Maldin in my Reading which is a pretty Heavy card is one of the mm-hmm. cards That one of the least Um, Favorable cards May be the worst Um, Mm -hmm. In in, in the Oracle set here I want to Encourage um, This some type Of very strong cleansing Of the roads Whether it's a road opening situation Because we can do A lot of empowerment We can do a lot of things to encourage the person To do what they need to do But if those roads are blocked you can't get to them even if you are, unt- even if you are uncrossed. Your roads mm-hmm. are still blocked. So it's really important to put some energy towards that. So however you find it in your spirit to do that, whether that be taking um, hyssop and boiling it and making a um, sidewalk wash or something to wash outside of your door, with her foot tracks in it before doing all the mm-hmm. other stuff so that when you do it, she is able to walk freely and leave freely with no obstacles. I would do something along those lines just to remove that. Also, when you're going to do something along those lines, like using up, praying Psalms 51 would be ideal and also doing it um at sunset. So as the sun is setting and is leaving the earth for the day, so are those cursed or negative frequencies or energies that may be surrounding the move and the progression of, of leaving. That would be the only thing that I would like that's to a That's
1: a very good thing. And that brings me to one other thought. I was taught a long time ago, if you want someone to move from your house, take their shoes and make sure that whenever you find Mm. their shoes, turn their toes toward the front door of the house. Mm -hmm. Wherever room they're in, you find their shoes, their socks, turn them toward the front door of the house, and as you do it, say, may she walk on out. May
3: she walk on out. That's really good.
1: And you might have to do it every day, (laughs) many times. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we've given you a good, good course in down home root work and there is our music so next up is our network schedule announcement
3: The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condrum and Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse. Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess and the Cauldron. Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay Fridays 6 to 7 all time specific add 3 hours for Eastern sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at luckymojo.com
0: And now it's time for our free spell segment with Queen Ko of ko in Mobile, Alabama Take it away, Co. Thank you
4: so much so, as I mentioned earlier within the um, show, this particular doll baby work is to actually relocate somebody. So, our last caller may could also use this as well. Um, <laughs> so, we are going, and it's interesting because the spell work that Countryman Ali gave had a lot of um, crossing over things. So, it was like, wow, it's just interesting how this particular working matches up so well, I think. So anyways, um, here's a couple of items you're going to need. You're going to need a crab shell from a crab, not just a store-bought situation. If you can find, go to a beach and you find a crab that has died, take that shell. You want to get dirt from your target, so like foot tracks or the path in which they have walked. You want to get four nails. You need 13 consecutive days, okay? Um, and the material that you want to make your doll out of or a pre-made doll. A lot of people feel that you have to make your doll. But no, as I mentioned earlier, like the gift doll. You can get a teddy bear. You can get whatever the situation may be, but a a figure of a doll. So anyways, what you need to do first and foremost is um, for 13 days, you need to collect their foot tracks. You're trying to get them to leave or banished from a space. It could be somebody at your work that's trying to get your job. It could be a woman coming into your house trying to be a home wrecker, it could be a man doing the same. It could be anything that you want them to leave and you need them to go. So for 13 consecutive days, you need to collect their foot tracks or a dirt of a path in which they've walked. Now, you may say, well, 13 days, you may not come to my house. But again, if you know they work in a particular place, And you know their car, go outside their car, sweep it on up. You know they're walking through a particular building every day for 13 days, sweep it on up, knowing that that person is there. If you are unsure, you can always write their names down 13 times and burn it into ashes and place it in the dirt. So anyways, once you've done that, you will actually take um, the dirt that you have collected over 13 days and you're going to place it inside of your doll, okay? You're going to place the crab shell inside of its head. And you say, well, it may not fit, so you crush up the crab shell. You crush it up and make it into a powder. And you put it inside the head. What you're going to do from that point is you're going to take this doll after 13 days, on the 13th day, you must drive west, of where you are to a nearby city, town, or state that you need for them to be bound to. Once you have driven to that state, county, town, I would even recommend going to a whole other continent, okay? Go <laughs> so far west as you can. Once you get there... You lay that dog down on the other side of that state line, town line, city line, and you nail the right foot to that space, both of the nails in an X to the best of your ability, and then the other one's on the left foot. So you got two nails in both feet. And as you draw those nails into the ground, you say, may you be bound to this space, and you cannot move until I release really you. And you continue to say that with conviction until I release you. Now, a really big thing in hoodoo that a lot of people just sort of willy-nilly forget these days and don't really care is about concealing your work. Okay?
5: Mm. So
4: it's Mm -hmm. really, really easy. Say, for example, people will go, well, how do I conceal a doll? This is a whole whole doll. How am I going to conceal that? Well, guess what? You can drive about and go into another city where there is somebody that probably had a wreck on the side of the road. And what are you gonna find there? Teddy bears, flowers, et cetera.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna go right on out
4: there. And leave my little dog with the other teddy bears, flowers, et cetera. Okay. Very, very simple. Say okay, well, what if I'm I don't wanna get off on the highway. What else can I do? Guess what? There are these really interesting things called state parks. And you can go to a state park or another place. And in these state mm-hmm. parks, you're not going to find a tree that has fallen over, a hollow tree, or what is it, whatever the situation may be, stuff it in there and nail those little feet down, okay? Or place a big, heavy brick or rock on top of it to bound them to there. But you really want to make sure their feet is in the ground. And mm-hmm. once you do that, however you do that, you walk away and you don't return. You and, and you don't have to burn a candle. You don't got to use any oils. And this is again going back to that traditional way of working. Um, and 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 if you can't get dirt, let me make this very clear: get something from their feet, whether the toenails clippings or shoes. Um, I I personally love using the sole of somebody's shoes, and mm-hmm. if you can place it in the doll or use the sole as the doll. And nail it down
0: mm-hmm. to another
4: state. So this is just um, another really great thing. You don't have to throw down anything. You don't have to put down any oils, burn a candle, tap dance, walk on water, go back to the blind and raise the dead. Just clearly do exactly that. And once you do that, let it be done. Don't think about it. And that is something I really, really want to express to anyone that is listening. Once you do your work. Be done. Don't look back. If you have a, if you have a spiritual worker to do it for you, don't call eighty times. But what's happening? What's going on? They're showing the lack of faith in the work, the lack of faith in your worker, the lack of faith in those spirits that they have conjured to do the work. So it's literally uprooting the root work that you've done. So once you've done it, whether you do it yourself or someone else does it for you. Let it be done, don't think anything else about it, and know that they're going to be out of here before you even get back to the city and state that you were. Okay? oh mm-hmm. uh, that's, no, that's, just, that's, um, that's just a very simple word. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to add one thing because I was taught a very similar thing, and the one thing you did not say, but the person who taught me did say, if you're going to nail their feet down, Nail the two nails at an, kind of an angle so the two nails make an X when yes, they go I'm into in the, the ground. Cross.
2: In a cro- well, okay, we I were mean. on the same you just did, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nail them
1: in an X because you want, that is so important to, because you're nailing yes. them down and making a cross on it.
2: Yeah, I love that one.
1: That is a good way to work. And a hollow tree can do a lot of wonders. A hollow tree is a whole, I mean, we could write a whole chapter in a book on hollow trees. <laughs> <laughs> Because they are a container, you know, like a jar, like a bottle, like a Oh, yeah, like absolutely. There, hollow tree, good way to work. All right. Thank you so much, Co. That was just a, an excellent, excellent free spell, and it's so appropriate for the client who called. Um, mm-hmm. She might not be ready to do that kind of hard work right now, but if the full moon comes and goes and that lady doesn't leave, then it's the time to take it up, all right? Alrighty, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt, and he's going to give us a um, closing message. And after Papa Newt is all done, we'll come back and we'll all say goodbye.
0: Thank you, Ms. Kat and Contramanelle Lee. And thank you, uh, Ms. Athena, for stepping up and being a special co-host this week. And thank you, Queen Co of CoeMeaders.com in Mobile, Alabama, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers will be Angela Marie Horner of AngelaMarieHorner.com in Santa Rosa, uh, California, bringing us the topic on how to put spells to sleep bring him back to life. Once
5: uh, uh,
0: uh, again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Do Gower Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Cario Company in Forestville, California. You can find Mascat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com, Conjureman Ali at Conjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California, and Miss Athena at gotham.conjure.com in New York City. I'm your announcer, Pop New. Joining you from popnew.com in Omaha, Nebraska, the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Ruber Gower Hour can be heard every week live on blog talk radio at 6 p.m. Eastern 6, uh, uh, the experience p.m. Eastern, and Pacific. And the shows are available and archived via com slash radio, show, dive, HTML. For all of us at Lucky much I'd like to say thank you for being here and, enjoy, and invite you to join us once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strength, the message checkman playing the checkman will Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.
5: <laughs> he did it with <laughs> half a verse now, oh. to go. <laughs> <laughs> good.
1: Thank you, Papa Newt. I love you very much, and you're a wonderful, wonderful announcer, fast as you are. And there's the end. Good night, everybody.
4: Bye. Bye. Good night, all. Good Good night. Good night.